Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. And today I am going to be talking about safeguarding your body and mind when you're in a toxic relationship. Look, sometimes we can't just get out of a toxic relationship, which I'll define in a minute. Sometimes we have kids, uh, there are financial situations that make it tough to be able to just leave. Uh, Sometimes we're not ready psychologically to, and we need to get some emotional strength. A toxic relationship, I'm going to just say simply, is when you're in a relationship where you just feel bad about yourself because the other person evokes that in you. You you can't be yourself. You can't, you know, you have to adapt yourself. Maybe you walk on eggshells. You know, there, there are things I've talked about in articles, gaslighting and narcissists, but basically toxic relationships are ones where you're just not free to be yourself. So what do you do when you just can't leave it, you know? Maybe you, you, uh, you know, I'm talking about intimate relationships, but it could be parents, of course. could be financially you got to move in with your parents, uh, even as an adult child for a little while because of some situation. And how do you deal with this person who's toxic, who criticizes you all the time, or who is a martyr, who makes you feel guilty, or he at least evokes that? It doesn't really make you. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, you know, you have some power in this. But... The problem is that uh, what makes it hard to just leave relationships that are toxic is several things. Besides just situationally speaking, sometimes it's maybe going to cause more harm than good at that moment. But the other thing is how we're trained psychologically. So you need to ask yourself, are you one of these people that never felt like it was okay to be yourself? Were you um, constantly living your life to calm other people down, to regulate their emotions, and weren't free to be yourself. That, that's important. Did, did you go around placating? Uh, did you go around being always responsible and weren't free to be yourself because other people had deficits that you had to make up for? So if that's your case, if that's your history, then it might be quite natural, unfortunately, to hook up with somebody as your adult partner who can also become self-absorbed, selfish, living in their comfort zone, and you have to adapt to them, walk on eggshells, um, not free to disagree, not free to express what you want, especially if it makes that other person feel uncomfortable. Okay, so that's what happens. So the question then is, how do you safeguard yourself when you can't just leave right away? Okay. Um, well, first of all, I want to say this, that we all have a right to be happy. We all have a right to be happy. My, my wife and I saw a great speaker, and he's not just a speaker. He's, 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 uh, his, his father, Gregory Boyle, he created Homeboy Industries and home Homegirl Bakeries, I think. And what he did is take men and women who were gangsters, who were gangbangers, 
and he helped them out. And we heard him speak. He made us laugh. He made us cry. And I remember him saying many times the phrase, we are all nobly born. That's an interesting phrase. We are all nobly born. In other words, we are all born worthy. We're worthy of love. We're worthy of good treatment. That's what we're worthy of. We are not going to please people all the time. Look at little children are challenges, challenges to parents. Parents that are, are able to regulate themselves, handle the natural, inevitable uh, stress that happens when you have kids because they need things from us. They need, they need us to feed them when we want to sleep, right? We need, they need us to, to discipline them when we wish they would just do it themselves, even though they don't have the brain apparatus to do it themselves, right? So even in those early, early times, it's, it's important to know that all children are wonderfully noble, nobly born. And they, if they have parents that can regulate them well, they may be trained that they're okay. They're going to learn. They're going to grow up believing they're nobly born. They will grow up recognizing that they should be treated well, even though they're not always going to be perfect or say the perfect thing to somebody and make them feel wonderfully comfortable. If you didn't grow up with that for a variety of reasons, parents were not able to regulate themselves well so that they weren't able to regulate you well, that you may have now uh, learned to adapt. So you were in safeguarding your mind and body, you have to first realize that you were nobly born, no matter what anybody tells you. And if somebody is uh, manipulating you into making you feel bad, just know right away you don't deserve it. That that person is doing that not because you're bad, but because that person has learned to manipulate. That person has learned to push their problems onto you. So the first uh, step in safeguarding is to understand that that you deserve to be treated well. And if you do mess up, forget something, whatever, you still need to be treated well. And the only reason you're not being treated well is because that other person is too self-absorbed, too immature to treat you well when they're somewhat uncomfortable. That's important. Know that. Now, the other thing that I say is important is that you need to begin to think about what is it that you want? What do I want? Do I want to be treated like this? All right? This is not, this is unconditional. In other words, it's not saying I should be treated well if. No, I should be treated well, period. That's what I want. I want to be treated well. I want people to point things out to me lovingly, you know, adult to adult if I mess up something but I still deserve to be treated well. And that's what I want. We all want that. We want, to, we want to be treated well. And when I, my wife and I visited uh, his Homeboy Industries just a month ago, and we saw this two, a male and a female who were previous people in gangs who shot people, who got shot out, who was, you know, this one particular person was shot and has physical repercussions from that. Two people, and all the people that were previous former gang bangers, they were all so loving, so welcome. That happened. How did they go from what they were doing to 
and they were all in toxic families and toxic relationships to being thriving, happy people. It's because they seeked an opportunity. They, they were, they reached out and they had father Gregory Boyle and his assistants and his helpers and his people that worked there that gave them love, that gave them acceptance, gave them tools to learn how to get out in the workforce, learn how to manage their anger. They, but most of all, they were treated like they were noble, that they were nobly born. And so likewise, you need to recognize in yourself that what do I want? These two people, they, they, they didn't like their lives anymore. They realized this was not working for them. They wanted something else. So to safeguard yourself, you need to decide I want something else. And while I'm stuck in this, while I can't get out of it, I need to develop self-compassion, self-kindness. What would I say to myself? What would I want him or her to say to me? I need to say that to me. I'm kind. I'm, I am lovely. I am nobly born despite being imperfect. Look, they were victims and they were victimizers. And oftentimes victims become victimizers. As a matter of fact, most people that victim others, which is a victimizer, they were at one point a victim. And so you have to say, I am a victim no more. Because you don't want to be a victimizer to others. And you don't want to be a victimizer to yourself, which is what a lot of people in toxic relationships do. They, they doubt themselves. They beat themselves up because it must be my fault that I've been treated this way. It must be my fault that I ended up this way. No, it's not your fault. It's just time to unlearn old things and learn new things. So you really want to practice most of all self-compassion, just uh, touching your heart, touching your belly, loving yourself. This is self-regulation. We'll talk about what you can do with others, but for right now, self-regulation, touch your face. You know, it might seem corny, but just, uh, I'm in a toxic relationship, but I have, I'm not having a toxic relationship with myself. I'm going to learn to be compassionate, be kind. I'm going to tell my, I'm going to look in the mirror and tell myself I'm worthy. Uh, I would create a force field around you. You know, we do have a force field around us. You know that. We don't end with our bodies. We have an energy field. You, may, you might be able to feel it if you're sensitive, yours or others, but we do have this energy field around us, right? Imagine this, that the, this energy field is golden golden bright and that it's a, it's like a semi-permeable membrane it doesn't let in anything negative from the toxic person it keeps it out it's like a buffer that's one thing you can do to safeguard your body and your mind it's a buffer telling yourself certain things like i let i i'm lovely i'm nobly born touching your face <laughs> really being kind and saying may i just know i'm wonderful even if somebody else has limitations May I just know I'm magnificent, even though other people cannot recognize it. Now, you might have to say that before you fully feel it, but realize that that's just your training. It's time to retrain yourself. It's time. So the other thing to do is be open your heart, not to the toxic person, but open your heart to all that's out there that's loving. Imagine a universe that's loving. Breathe in that loving force. And 
of course, seek people that mirror in you the best of who you are because you are nobly born. Be around people that know that, that, that treat you well. If you don't have too many of those people, find a support group. It's very important to safeguard yourself, to create this golden aura. Uh, that's one idea, but that's something that works for many, many people. I've, I've used it myself. It's absolutely crucial for you to, to create a separate reality from the projection that the toxic person has on you. It's their projection of you. You have to detach from it, separate from it. And if you're in the vicinity of that toxic person and they say something negative or they, they're sneaky and subtle, covert or overt, whatever it is, say, well, you have a right to your thoughts and mine are very different. I know I'm nobly born, just to use that expression. Uh, that's just what my short little uh, video I want to say. Hopefully a little bit of practical ideas, a little inspiration, reminding yourself. It's a process, especially if you came from a family where you weren't taught that you matter. That's when you need to be able to express your own worth to yourself. Sing it out loud. Say it out loud. Say it to yourself. And that's what I mean by everything I'm telling you to do. The auras, the this, the this, everything. You really got to put yourself in a space of self-kindness, especially when you can't quite yet leave or exit from a toxic situation. I wish you healing. I wish you love. I wish you safety. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show. 